And welcome everyone to the Jeanette Byro podcast. I am so thrilled to have you guys here joining in as we dive into the world of expanding consciousness. I am a medium, a channeler, and this podcast is an outlet for me to share messages from the Ascended Masters to light beings to archangels and more. And especially, I love sharing the messages from other people on this planet who are exploring consciousness for themselves and willing to share their experiences so that we can all learn because no experience is the same. So thanks for joining the show. I hope you enjoy it. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, I am just thrilled and honored that you are all here. And you know, I got to say, I looked the other day, I don't check it often, but I looked the other day and I am so close to 100,000 downloads of my podcast. Holy smokes. And that's all because of each and every one of you. So I really have to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for downloading my podcast. I mean, this was something I started after my near-death experience and I'd made a deal and, and not in a negative way, an agreement. I was honored to find a platform to share information from my experience, from my experience as a medium, share it for the for the sole purpose of if it helps one person, then that's great. And I remember starting my podcast being so nervous. If you go back to the very first episode, I think I said, um, three or 400 times in, in the episode, but I decided to post it anyways that day because I thought, you know, it's just, you got to start somewhere and I'm willing to show people where I'm starting from and I'm just going to roll. And so it's neat to see how it's evolved. I do still say, um, and ah, and I try not to, but it's a work in progress. Anyways, all to say, I want to thank you all so much for your support, your downloads, sharing it, all of that. It means the absolute world to me. So that being said, let's get into the topic for this week. This week is all about the Eclipse Gateway Ascension symptoms, because we are right in the middle of the Eclipse Gateway right now. Now, for those of you wondering what is the Eclipse Gateway, I would imagine most of you listening do know what it is, but if you don't, that's no problem. It's uh, basically heightened energetic frequency on our planet right now, a thin veil between this realm and the next realms, all because uh, we had the solar eclipse on the new moon just recently in Aries. I believe it was on the 20th, April 20th. And then we have the lunar eclipse on the full moon on May 5th. So from April 20th to May 5th is what they call the eclipse gateway or the eclipse portal. It does start a few days before the new moon and does end a few days after energetically, but this is a time where we are really finishing some cycles. Now we have been seeing this brewing. Now I want to say something about cycles, galactic cycles. They're never specific to only one day. They are an energy that kind of ebbs and flows and breathes and undulates. So it doesn't have always a finite beginning and a finite ending. It kind of creeps up and then peaks and then kind of lowers. So it's always this kind of uh, undulating energy. Now I say that because we have been seeing these energies of cycles, karmic cycles, completions since uh, I think that was in March is when it started with Saturn moving into Pisces and then Pluto into Aquarius. It's been a theme for this year and we are in another 
aspect of this same theme right now in this eclipse gateway of cycles. So within an eclipse gateway, it is quite common to have massive transformations occur, and that can be very good and also very life-changing or shocking sometimes. And really that depends on whether a crumbling is needed in your life path or if you've already made room for it. If you've made room for it by dealing with some of your triggers, your healing, maybe already shifting your life around in different ways and you've made space, then you have space for those new alignments to come in and you don't need to experience a big crumbling or a shock type experience. Whereas others who maybe haven't been able to either figure out what they've been needing to do or they haven't really looked into it, they've been resisting it, that kind of thing, sometimes there can be crumbling experiences that happen. But remember, the crumbling happens to make way for the good. It, it makes a space available for what is destined to help you in your highest path. So sometimes we have to see these kind of deaths in order to have a rebirth. Now, at the same time, eclipses do also often have higher death rates. And I don't mean that in a way to scare anyone at all. These are, these are predetermined soul contract exit points where, in a sense, you could kind of visualize it as spirit if this was accurate. And they said, you know, that works as a visualization. It's not exactly that, but it works. They said it's almost like Several souls will line up and kind of prepare to take an exit during the gateway. And sometimes there's more comfort in numbers, whether they know each other or not. It's kind of like um, there's more flow to ease of exit during an eclipse gateway. But I want to say that these exits are soul contract based. It's not punishments. Um, rarely are they freak accidents from the soul level. They may appear that way on the human level. But on the soul level, most of the time, and I just hesitate at saying anything that's totally black and white, but majority of the time, uh, a passing of someone on our, our planet here into spirit is part of their soul exit. It is one of their exits that was predetermined in some form. And oftentimes these deaths allow for a rebirth for that soul on the other side. It's their opportunity to essentially leave this planet's experience this lifetime and expand into their whole soul self. At the same time, for those that are left behind, it is a journey in either finding yourself again without this person on the planet or allowing you an opportunity of freedom in some form. Maybe you were a caretaker, maybe you know, you whatever your tie to that person was, you now have the opportunity to be independent of it. And there may still be pain in that as well, but it's again, it's an ending to make way for a new beginning. And so these are the cycles that we see in the eclipses from small endings and beginnings to maybe uh, deciding you're not going to indulge in sweets anymore and change your eating habits to something extreme where it is a loss of a life. However, this is all for rebirth. No matter what endings happen, these are for rebirths into the new sense of self. So that also goes to, that also plays into different cycles that we are seeing ending in our lifetimes for ourselves. And that can be based on triggers, emotional traumas. Maybe you've been doing some real deep healing and during this eclipse gateway, you have the ability to let it go. 
or let go of a big chunk of it and there's space for a whole new you to emerge. Maybe you've set some boundaries somewhere in your life that really gives you peace of mind now and you get to fully embody who you're becoming. So there's many beautiful things in this eclipse gateway. There's essentially a thinning of the veils, but an amplification of energy because of that. So it's definitely something we want to take advantage of, but it also helps if we understand what's happening to our bodies, because there are a lot of ascension symptoms happening for a lot of people right now. And so that's why my guides really encouraged me to talk about this today. So we're going to talk about some of the ascension symptoms in our bodies and also some of the, I guess we could say, ascension circumstances in our reality that pertain to this gateway. So some of the common symptoms in our body would be fatigue is one. Whenever there's a thinning of the veil and an increase in energetic expansion, that causes fatigue on our body. Our body has to adjust to it. Our body needs to adjust to the change in frequency. And so that can cause differences in our food cravings. So we can be really tired for some, though you might be very energized, but then it also leads into what you eat and what you're craving and what you're desiring. And one good rule of thumb that I think really helped me over the years was to allow my body to tell me what it needed. And then I can consciously choose how much, how often, but not to fight what my body feels it's needing. So if it has a moment where it feels it needs a little bit more sugar, well, I might be burning so much energy trying to adjust that I'm actually low sugar. So having a small indulgence might actually totally benefit me. It might satiate that need for extra blood sugar, but then also the peace of mind of allowing myself to follow what my body's trying to tell me. Does that mean I'm going to eat an entire cake? Probably not. (laughs) No, hopefully not. But it means that if I need that slice or that piece or that spoonful, then I'm going to allow myself to do that because it's about listening to what your body is telling you. You may also notice that your food cravings change drastically from day to day. And some days you're craving a lot of fats for grounding and comfort. And then the next days you're craving tons of fruits and vegetables for kind of clarity and and that speed of frequency moving through your body. Again, listen to what it is. For some of you, if you are predominantly vegan, you may find there are some moments where you're craving the density of meat. And to you, that might be very shocking, but it could be, again, your body is, is moving so fast in ascension that you're needing something to ground your energy. Now, I'm not telling you to be vegan or not vegan, to eat in any one specific way. The message is, Notice what your body is asking of you and then choose accordingly. The more that we can respond to our physical body with compassion of like, what do you need? How can I help you? Do you need more water? Do you need this or this? Like, what is it you need? Do you need sunlight? Do you need to stand in the sun right now? Again, really listen to what your body is saying, because as I've talked about a lot, our body is the interface between the higher realms and our experience here. So notice what the body is doing. So we have fatigue, food cravings. Also, we can have uh, super increased creativity, though, for many of you. You may find this eclipse gateway makes it hard for you to sleep. You're buzzing on so many ideas coming from every angle. The best thing to do is write them down. When they come in, have a pad of paper with you, put it in your notes in your phone, but have an outlet 
for the creative pieces coming through. You may not be able to act on all of them, but if you create a running list, that list will keep you busy for the rest of the year or longer. There is huge creative potential in the energies right now. Lots of inspiration coming from the higher realms, from your spirit guides. It's really worth taking advantage of it. Definitely, definitely recommend that. Another thing that people might be feeling is this burning sensation through either their spinal cord or in their brain. Now, I do want to say, as always, I will always say this. If you're feeling a sensation that is new to you and very uncomfortable, absolutely go get it checked out by a medical professional. This is not medical advice here. This is the spiritual side. And sometimes our issues are a manifestation of a spirit and physical. So do check it out if you need. But if you have checked it out and you have experienced it before, this kind of burning heat, fiery electrical sensation running through your spinal cord into your brain is also the energetics moving through your body, moving through your circuitry. You are an electrified being. Your nervous system moves on impulses of electricity that move through your body. And when we have this heightened energy frequency, especially when it's being amplified by solar flares that we have right now, the earth energies and the Schumann resonance as well, like we have a lot of electrical current moving through our bodies right now. And sometimes I can feel like almost a burning sensation. A great thing to do with that is see how you can ground your energy, either by being in nature, using food again to calm it. Some of you may find water water to be a really balancing element to the fire feeling you have. So bath, putting your feet in water by lake, ocean, uh, even maybe washing your hands if you need. Something like that can be really helpful. Another thing that you might be noticing is this feeling of irritability and irritability can come from being fatigued, but oftentimes irritability can come from almost a feeling of overwhelm. And so if we relate to the idea of the burning sensation, this, this increased frequency, increased electrical current that can create feelings of overwhelm really easily, which then create feelings of irritability really easily. So you may be feeling like you have a lot of things going really well in your life, lots to be grateful for, you're happy, you're satisfied, but you're irritable as ever. It could just simply be energetic overwhelm. You may also find though that the irritability is coming from picking up energies from other people because remember, we're all experiencing in different ways these ascension energies. So maybe more people are irritable. Maybe more people are extra energetic. So when you walk by them, you pick up on their energy plus the collective energy, plus the cosmic energy, it's easy to create overwhelm. So again, how can you ground your energy? How can you respond to your feeling in a way of comfort? What do you need in that moment? Do you need some quiet time? Do you need to go for a run and burn off some energy maybe? Again, notice what it is. Be curious how it's being brought forward. I mean, you may find that, here's an example they're showing me right now is, Say you don't dance at all. You would rather work out or go for a run and you feel this influx of energy, but suddenly you feel an urge to put music on and dance, but you want to resist it because in your mind you don't dance. The invitation would be put the music on and dance and see what comes from it. You may find you have the best release of energy through dance than you could have ever imagined. And you may never do it again after that, but allow yourself the opportunity to kind of follow the pull of what is needed. It's a really neat time for gaining more awareness of 
who we are and why we are and how things move through us. So if you're curious, some really cool things could come out of it. Now, some other experiences that you may be having is feeling almost like a sad or a melancholy kind of feel. And sometimes, again, that can also be caused by the overwhelm. It might not be one thing specific. Again, these eclipses can also highlight things that need our attention. But if you can't figure out what the pinpoint reason for the sad or the melancholy, it can also be the, over, the overwhelm feeling. That's quite common. Another one is feeling out of body or feeling that brain fog sensation. Again, when we are not synced into or harmonized fully with our body, we can feel slightly separate from it. And that is simply the frequencies of your mind and your body being a little bit out of sync. Sometimes that it can also be the frequencies of the energy around you and your body being out of sync. None of these are a negative, but it's just to check in with where do you feel something is out of sync and what can you do to change it? And sometimes you may be able to change it and sometimes you may not, but it's about sort of riding the wave. And I know sometimes when I have had such significant out-of-body feels, it almost feels like I'm drunk and I have not been drinking by any means. And before it used to really bother me and I would try everything I could almost in like, almost in like a panic of, "Ah, I need to write this. And what I started doing was I would do the usual things of grounding. And if that didn't work, I would surrender to the feeling knowing that I'm safe anyways. I would say, spirit, listen, I'm feeling so out of body. I can't do anything about it. I've done all the things. I'm trusting you to help me through this, to help keep me safe, to help keep me whatever. And I'm not going to be afraid of it. So just going to experience it. And it takes the pressure off. And that helps to sync everything back together sooner. So something to consider. And so again, same with the brain fog, like our mind can sometimes feel out of sync with our body. Um, if, if you find this happening, check where your thoughts are. Check if your thoughts are aligning with your body, because remember your body is undergoing transformation at a cellular frequential level right now. And if your thoughts are not harmonious with that, it'll create almost like a brain fog. It's almost like the body tries to kind of push the brain out a little bit or the mental body and be like, hey, you're not supporting this. We kind of need space. But if you bring in really supportive, nurturing, comforting thoughts, then you can kind of get on the same page and the brain fog can dissipate. Now, another symptom is heart palpitations. This is so common with ascension, with spirit communication. Anytime a higher frequency is brought close to our physical body and they're not in sync, our physical heart will desire to match it. And so it'll increase your heart rate. That's a very normal response. So faster heart palpitations, trying to figure out the new frequency is very normal. Grounding energy can help. Um, Again, if you're concerned about it, definitely check it out with a doctor. But if you get the all clear, then most of the time that can be a sensation of ascension. It will pass in time. Another one is blurry vision. Sometimes as our nervous system, our spinal cord, our brain are growing and changing in frequency, it will also affect our eyes because our eyes connect directly into the brain. They're an extension of the brain to see outwardly. So if our our structure, our energetic structure of the brain, the frequency at which it moves, the neural connections that it continues to create are changing. It can also sometimes change our visual capacity. 
So same thing goes, check it out if you need, but many times it may just last a day or two where it just kind of feels extra blurry until your body adjusts. Because remember, we are going through massive ascension. We are in our fourth year of that four years of massive transformation. Remember, Spirit said that from 2020 to 2024 would be a hundred years worth of growth and ascension condensed into four. So we're in that fourth year. And some people ask, how is it four years? It's 2023. Well, 2020 to 2021 is one year. 21 to 22 is another year. 22 to 23 is another year. And 23 to 24 is a fourth year. So we are in kind of that final year of this condensed learning and growing. So these sensations are going to be extra strong. So maybe that can help to bring a little peace of mind as you're experiencing them. Now, also, I want to say for many of you feeling this, you may also finish your experience of these, or you may just simply be here, is feeling a sense of renewal, this sense of clarity, this sense of breathing better, of moving better, of feeling better, of more creativity. And again, it's just encompassed in the term renewal. That is also an ascension symptom. It means you've moved through a lot of things at a certain level, and now you're in the phase of renewal, rebirth, which is essentially what it's all for. And we will move through that cyclically. So notice when you're in that state of renewal, rejoice in it, celebrate it, give yourself a pat on the back for getting to that point. It's a beautiful accomplishment. So those are some of the main symptoms. There's many, many more digestive issues, all that kind of stuff. But these are some of the main ones that spirit wanted me to mention. Now, that's what's happening to our bodies. But what kind of things can we see in our reality, our current reality during this eclipse gateway? The first one is dreams, increased dreams. Oftentimes, those increased dreams can foreshadow something in your reality, kind of be like a premonition. Sometimes they can be bringing through awareness of different levels of your existence, maybe past, present, future things. Again, the thing you want to look for in your dreams is the theme. What theme comes up for you in your dreams? Because there's lots of communication there. You may also notice that you're waking up a lot in the night. And again, that's because moving from the dream state into your reality and waking state, spirit is waking you up after to try and bring through the awareness of it depending on how deeply you dream, you'll often wake up so that you could remember pieces of it so it stays a part of your consciousness. Another one is increased synchronistic events. The eclipse is a absolutely synchronistic time for alignments to take place, for signs, symbols, and messages of spirit trying to communicate with you, either through animal symbols, number signs, synchronistic meetings of the right people, the right time, perfect place, all of that kind of stuff. Lots of synchronicities come together, especially, like I said, when you've made space for them. So for those of you that really feel like you have, you may notice a lot of abundance in synchronistic events happening during this time. Another thing you may notice is increased paranormal activity. Now, again, because we have the veil being really thin, we have a lot of activity happening in the higher realms. That activity can kind of bleed through into our reality with more ease, meaning you don't have to meditate as deeply to connect with other realms, other dimensions. So it may kind of step into your reality with more ease and grace. That can be really fun and really cool and really eye-opening. 
Sometimes that can be a little bit more unnerving if you're not comfortable with it. So if you notice that happening, you can set greater boundaries with spirit if it makes you uncomfortable. If you enjoy that connection, that communication, just notice it. Say hi to them. I notice during the gateways, there is a lot more spirit activity moving through my house, dimensional awareness. There's orbs flying around all the time. When I'm watching TV in the evening uh, in bed, there can be anywhere from, I don't know, five to 20 different colored orbs that move through my room, catch my attention, spirits that come in and say hi. It can be really busy but really neat. And I enjoy that. I will also set boundaries on any lower energy things that I don't want. So really consider where your boundaries are, what you're comfortable with. Again, all that matters is what you think and what you're comfortable with. So set those boundaries according to you. Another thing that happens during this eclipse energy is an increase in accidents or near misses. Because again, the frequencies are changing so much and the energies are changing so much. And sometimes time seems to be moving because time has been doing all kinds of crazy things this year anyways. We will see an amplification of these mishaps. So accidents in missing a meeting, missing a a night out that you thought was a different day, dropping things, losing things, forgetting things is very common as well as near misses, like walking down the stairs and the feeling of reality changes and all of a sudden you almost fall down the stairs or tripping or things like that. Like when our reality is changing consciousness or changing its construct, changing its frequency, it changes our experience in it. So if our body in a particular moment is feeling more dense than our mind Our mind may be observing a higher frequency reality, but our body is moving through it with more density. We can then trip and fall down the stairs as an example. So again, paying attention to what your mind and your body and your spirit are feeling in any given time can help you harmonize. It's kind of interesting when you start to pay attention to it. And now the last one that I want to mention is again, in this time, we are having an amplification of all of this with the solar flares that are happening and the Schumann resonance of the earth frequency. We have solar frequencies uh, hitting our planet, solar flares, coronal mass ejections, solar winds, which create a stir in the frequency. And we also have the earth, the earth's frequency increasing as well, which kind of sandwich humanity in that. So that adds an even bigger amplification of these eclipse energies. So all to say, Lots of things happening with cycles ending to create way for new beginnings. Many of you might be seeing those new beginnings already. Lots of sensations and experiences happening in our body, but the best thing you can do is honor your body, ask it what it needs, and work with it. You may have a really strict fitness routine, but maybe if there's huge solar flares and you just went through a bunch of triggers to release space, your body just simply needs to rest the next day. So consider listening to your body as you move through those feelings and then notice what's happening in your reality because our realities are changing. This is how consciousness changes our reality. This is how we step into 5D earth. It's a change in our perception of reality. So this is a very exciting time. I hope all of you are feeling that, you're feeling inspired by it, you're moving through it with grace and humility for self. 
meaning you're not so hard on yourself. You're releasing expectations that maybe are way too high and embracing the beauty that you are in this very moment, in this exact moment that you're listening to this, you're taking a breath and you're reflecting on how far you've come, how amazing you are, the goodness that you do on this planet, the lessons that you have learned, what you've overcome, what you have created, what you're going to create. And you just sit in a moment of awe and wonder for yourself because you matter in all of this progress humanity is doing. You matter. Your ripple matters. Your tender heart matters and is loved so deeply by the universe. So I will leave that with all of you for today. I hope this helps you move through the week and these experiences, this gateway with more ease and grace. And I want to thank you all again for joining me. As always, do check out avalonspirit.com for more insights, information, as well. Check out the Avalon Spirit YouTube page. That is where you'll find Spirit Coffee Talk, where myself, Elise Cathery, and Lisa Richmond, we chat every Friday about what is going on in the energies, the collective, what the spirit guides are saying, all of that. It's a fun conversation. So check that out as well. And I will see you all next week. <music>